Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus, Terry. Hi. You're smiling right down. I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> Terry, way down the other end of the desk. Still social distancing. Yeah, we are. We, got this, we made this big long desk for the studio, which we did for when COVID was yeah. at, its, at its height, and we've just we've just left it. Well, we still have to social distance anyway, don't we? So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, it doesn't make sense. I think the whole world's changed, hasn't it? Like mm. we're all. There's so many different things in the world that are never going to be the same. Yeah. So we're just going to have all these new normal things that are it's okay. the new it's normals. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely good. okay. So today what are we having a chat about? Well, we're talking about something that I know a little bit about and I've been involved with quite a number of these types of events and that's mm. a thing called a photo marathon. Yeah, explain to me exactly what it is because I've not been involved in one and I yeah. don't know a huge amount about it but yep. I've, I've often heard you speak a little bit about about your involvement. So yeah. So tell look, me about it. So the history of photo marathons are really interesting is a couple of guys in Spain back in, I think, 1985 came up with the concept hmm. that they could create a situation where people would be given a number of briefs and but given a, a period of time to shoot those briefs. Yeah, right. And basically see what would happen. So almost like a number of like little mini photo projects. Yeah, yeah? Like, like a whole lot of projects that go back to back. And yeah, right. Interesting enough, that first one they ran in Spain, which is this, and when you think about the logistics of this, this is this would have been shot on thirty-five mil film. Yeah, and I'll get on to where in the nineties I shot a number on thirty-five mil film, but they got over two and a half thousand people entered. So when was this? Nineteen eighty-five. Nineteen eighty-five. So in eighty-five, there was no no digital, no digital. There was no no, internet, no internet. How did they advertise? I don't know. I don't, I, <laughs> would have been in magazines. It would have been. I don't, I don't know. But they did it and it, and it started a world phenomenon. So photo marathons run all around the world. Yeah. So there's, there's countries where um, cities run photo marathons every year. Yeah. So and in Brisbane where um, I grew up, in the early 90s, photo marathons come to Brisbane. Right. And I remember hearing, and, and again, we're, we're talking 90s, early 90s, there was no internet. Well, wait, I, did we have I, the internet? Actually, I'm not, thinking we, we did, but not in the way that we know not, it nowadays. Not, yeah, not really like the way we have it these days. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, have a, I didn't have a computer that was connected to the internet in the, like in the beginning of the 90s. Yeah. I think I got a computer for internet probably a bit, you know, 93, something like that, a bit later. Yeah, I've got vague recollections of using the internet in chat rooms in 96. Yes, yeah, definitely yeah. by 96, de- definitely I was, you know, had dial-up and I was doing stuff and yeah. that type of jazz. So, and again, it's I don't know I don't know how I even found out, but anyway, my, uh, at the time, my fiancé, and now my wife, she was interested in photography and she still has a mild interest, but... We we'd heard about it and we thought this is great, so we did a tw- the first one we did was a twenty four hour photo marathon. So it ran for twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. So what you did is we were given, we kicked off in this Brisbane city in in the center of the city. You had to to basically 
you had you must have to register. I think you, we registered and we had to mail in the registration. Anyway, you got there and they, they ticked your name off. They gave you a roll of 24, 35 mil film. Right. And they handed you a piece of paper with six briefs. Right. Now, the briefs had to be shot in order. Right. So if you, each frame on the, each frame, each negative had to correspond exactly to the brief. Right. You had one shot per brief. Right. No bracket shooting here, no nothing. You had to get it, nail it on the first shot. With film, that's With, incredibly hard because you can't it, look back at that until it's developed. Exactly. You had no idea if you how you went, especially if you're doing a creative shot. You either got it or you didn't get it. So what would happen is so you'd get the roll of film, you'd put it in the camera, you'd carefully wind it on, you'd go off and plan your first brief and then you, you, know, you, you typically spend a bit of time trying to come up an idea then you you know you're trying to get those brief shots so you're trying to shoot those six briefs in that six hours so then when you get your next so then on that piece of paper it had your checkpoint for your next which was somewhere else so you had to travel somewhere else to get the next six briefs yeah right so then basically so you're doing this getting these sorry actually i'm 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 leading astray there that's another one that was doing the six this one, the first one we did, it was four briefs. So it was every four hours you had the checkpoint. So you got four briefs and then you move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're moving around, collecting, so like, like a scavenger hunt, right? collecting your, your briefs. And like I said, it happened to shoot them in order. And then at 12 o'clock the next day, you had to hand in your roll of 24 f- exposures yeah. to be developed. And you had absolutely no idea. How you went, right? So did you ever find out how yeah, you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you did is so they always said it for about, it was about maybe a month, and because again they've got to process the film, then they've got to actually print it, then they've got to actually judge the images. Mm. So about a month after the competition, they would have back in the city somewhere they'd have a set section set up. So they had like, I don't know, they were like petitions that, and the photos would be all so all the ones that were winners were up. Mm. And then there was all the highly commended ones up. It's so weird. You go in and you're like, there's my shot. Yeah, that's right. But then, then you went and collected your pack of four by six, your 24 exposures. So mm. you quickly, you get your pack, you quickly go and from looking at, you know, what you, what you got and how, and how you went. And then obviously you're looking around to see what, you know, if you want anything. And it was, like I said, it was exciting because... It was that mystery of the chase. Like you didn't know what you were getting. You didn't know how other people were going to interpret the briefs as well. And, and, yeah. and so you, it was up to you to interpret. So you might have a brief called Two Colours. So different people interpreted Two Colours differently. Mm-hmm. And I can remember on that first one I got, I, I got highly commended. Um, one of my shots was blowing up big anyway. It was... It was in the city somewhere and there was some like Chinese or Japanese writing. It was yeah. a red red wall yeah. with the black writing. Right. So great. And I just thought, oh, there's two colours. Yeah. So I just framed that up and I shot it and it just, it just worked. Like the red yeah. pop, the red popped. Yeah. And obviously the black is is got this thing. So, you know, they've looked at it and said and it but it with the character, it looked just it just looked interesting yeah, to me. Right. You know, sometimes you see something and go, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been I don't know. It could have been anything in yeah. in in Chinese. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. it just looked interesting. But and that was a highly like I got a highly commended 
um, award Fantastic. for that for that Yeah. And but it was interesting watching what seeing other people's you know how they interpreted the briefs and how they and you go oh yeah I never thought of that yeah. like that was that was the great thing that went on for three years there was three years that it ran in Brisbane wow and it was fantastic and we entered we entered each one and just had an absolute ball yeah right there was a and then there was another twelve hour one they did a, a twelve hour one after that and the people who originally organised it. Because it was a lot of work, mm. they actually stopped doing. They they had to, they were involved somehow in the photographic industry, but they were doing this, but it just got kind of too hard or yeah. other things were happening. So it yeah. dis it disappeared. Yeah, and I'd always it always sat there in my mind of it was such a fun event, and I just know how much it challenged you and got you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit before we started the podcast, and you were talking about how you've been so busy, you haven't done your little personal mm. projects. Mm. So this was kind of like a forced personal project like yeah it, it, and it was a discipline because you, you had a time constraint right and you had to interpret this brief and you had to right. come up with something that was going to obviously hopefully wow the judges that you yeah know, and and you've got just one just one shot at it yeah you know what I mean? so recently you were involved in another one yes well i i brought it back to life in 2017 mm -hmm. in brisbane we ran the first 24-hour photo marathon, mm -hmm. um, but obviously this was the difference. Was we were shooting people were shooting digital, okay. And what we did in the in the first um, year to make it kind of easier for people to ease them in is they got all 24 briefs up front. So basically, we said nine o'clock's the time you're going to start on Saturday. Here's your 20. Here's your briefs for the next 24 hours. Go off and shoot these briefs, and we had. A really good response to it. Yeah, nice one. And, and people um, who participate absolutely loved it. We got some incredible uh, images created from that. Like people really, they people were actually astounded with what they'd created themselves. Mm -hmm. Like people were so pleased that they'd done it. So what I did in then in the next year, I decided to mix it up a little bit. So I ran a two challenges. I ran the twenty four hour. Photo marathon with the twenty four images given up front. Mm -hmm. I ran a twelve hour challenge where you actually got the challenge, the brief every hour. Right. Okay. So if you did the twelve hour, you got your first brief. You yes. didn't. You didn't know what your next thing you were going to shoot until the next hour. Right. So that gave a bit more like the original format. Okay. So that was that was interesting, and then I ran it again. I ran it again um, for the third year um, in that same format. With the twenty-four and the twelve, and people compete. People could choose which one they competed in. Okay. So some people wanted the the challenge of that twelve hour, not knowing what you're going to get. And other people liked the idea that they had the twenty-four hours to kind of think over how they're going to shoot these briefs. Mm -hmm. Again, incredible photography. The feedback from each event was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then what happened in two thousand and twenty? COVID kind of hit, mm -hmm. and it just made it so difficult. For people to get out and about, so like people were locked down where they couldn't travel outside of their fifty kilometers or something. Well, yeah. no, but even closer. Like when the the full lockdown, you could only go out to food, for food or medical. I think we were limited to ten kilometers, weren't we? I think five. I, I think five it was five. 10, yeah. yeah. So so it made it really difficult to organize an event in two thousand and twenty. So I didn't. So I didn't. I didn't. I just thought, you know what? It's going to people who want to compete. And then that weekend or whatever their area is in lockdown, it's not really fair. They can't really compete. Mm. 
So I just let it slide. Just recently with the Canon Collective, I, which is the Canon Collective, some of the people will know that I'm involved with that and it's a group with uh, with Canon Australia who, and they're all uh, photographers of all different backgrounds and experience levels. Mm. I introduced a, a 12-hour photo challenge. So basically we, we ran it like this where it was kicked off at 9 o'clock on the Saturday mm-hmm. and people were given, we did it by Facebook. Mm-hmm. So they got their first brief at 9 o'clock and then at 10 o'clock, a new brief was put up on Facebook and then 11 o'clock and so on. And how did they submit their images? And then what they did is at, on the by midday the next day, so we gave people time, if they shot for the 12 hours, it wasn't fair to go home and have to quickly kind of edit for it because we didn't care. Like you might have shot three or four f- different images for that brief and you would wanted to decide which one you were going to submit. So you probably need to sit in front of your computer. So we gave people until midday the next day to actually submit them. Okay. And people could submit as 12 or they could submit one image. We didn't care. So you could go and shoot, say, three images and submit that and we that became you became a part of the competition. And a lot of people shot the 12, really high percentage. A few people, you know, for different work said, oh, look, you know, I've got to work. This afternoon, but I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot the first bit in the morning, and then you know, obviously, I've got to work or whatever. So, but a lot of people did shoot the whole twelve. Mm-hmm. Feedback from the event was phenomenal because yeah, great. because people were just it pushed them. It given them a purpose to to do something different, right? To interpret those briefs and be put under that time constraint of, even though we didn't hold people to. Like you didn't have to shoot that particular brief in that particular hour, mm. although a lot of people did. Yeah, right. And it's gonna—it's like your personal project. Yeah, you, you can put that—you can put those barriers around yourself. Yeah, if that's what you choose to do. Yeah, you can say, "No, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to get this brief, and I'm going to—I'm going to create this image in that hour. Yeah, and the next hour, I'm going to create my new—a new image. And again, it just puts you under pressure to to basically come up to be creative. And the other thing is trying to trying to come up with something different. Mm. Out, of the, out of those briefs, and mm. and and all I can say is that the the image that were created were just phenomenal, and some people's it's awesome. Yeah, look, some people's take on it was absolutely they just nailed it. Like they just did such a beautiful job. Yeah, and and did it, and to the point where everyone everyone who participated just you know the feedback's been fantastic. But it's a way to grow. Those type of challenges really push you as a photographer. Yeah. So, what are some of the examples of the the briefs that you you gave for the last one that you just created? Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm I'm always a bit of a stickler. I'm you know nostalgia. So I actually made one of the briefs two colours. Yeah. Because I I had some success with two colours. Yeah, right. <laughs> back in the nineties. So we had things like two colours. We had things like when time stops. Okay. And again, someone a lot of really cool interpretations yeah, of when that's time awesome. stops. So. Like I said, we'll we'll put um, you know things like um, show us your angle. Mm-hmm. So again, pushing people to shoot either maybe shoot a high angle shot or a low angle shot to shoot something a little bit different. Yeah, right. So we had I also included an open brief. So for one of those twelve images that you could submit, it could be anything you like. And the idea was it was to as a photographer for you to show me something about you as a photographer. So something that you're really comfortable with shooting mm-hmm. that you can go off and you can produce that. Yeah, cool. So there's that one open 
and but then all the other eleven were actually we've nominated what you what you're going to shoot. Yeah, right. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. and like I said, it's just like again. I mean, people are always looking for ways to. I don't know, expand their creativity, looking at ways to push themselves. I mean, everyone nearly said, oh, it pushed me out of my comfort zone so much, but I loved it. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. And that's what, look, to grow as a photographer, you know yourself. Yeah. You have to push yourself. That's right. If you sit in the same comfort zone, zone, your level of proficiency will get to a a place Mm -hmm. and then that's where it kind of sits. Mm. And you're kind of like in that comfort zone and you're not really pushing yourself. Then when you start to push yourself and you start to get some new skills, it allows you then to lift your photography images that you're creating yeah. by adding. And, and look, I know you've done a few things where you've tried to add some astro to your wedding stuff. Yeah. And that's stuff where just trying to add to the repertoire of what you can do. Yes. You can do all your normal wedding type stuff, but then you're adding this other little layer to give the to give the um, client something unique. That's right, and it's something that you know. In in regards to that, that was something that I was always curious to try. So it was a great opportunity to try something new. That's right, and then then you can think about in other situations on when you may be able to pull that out. And I, mm. and I always say to people like, as a photographer, you learn skills, and they kind of like you put them in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. So you've got this toolbox of skills that you you go and you try things and you practice it until mm. you're proficient at it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into a situation, you might go, I know what would look good here. Yeah. I'm going to do this because I think that's going to look really cool. And it's going to give it's going to give something a little bit unique. So there's always, I mean, you always, I suppose, when, you, when you're doing commission work, you'll, you always want to have a hero piece. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, you want that one shot where you're proud of it, mm-hmm. that you've created, but, but the client lo- loves it too because it's something different. Yeah. And that we see different ones where people do all different different ideas of, you know, trying to get that one shot of, you know, chucking the bride in the pool. I saw one a few weeks ago where I, I don't know what part, maybe it was probably just prior to her changing out of her wedding dress. Into, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, getting chucked in the pool and trying to get that. But, again, as a photographer, the shot you're trying to nail is, <laughs> got <a> pretty <laughs> yeah, you've only got one shot to do it. Uh, yeah. Can you dry yourself off and jump? <laughs> it's not going to work. So no. So you do see some of those things, but I mean, that, that's a risky. That's a risky one. That one. But mm. there's other there's mm. other things that you can do. So yeah, yeah that's so, awesome. That's really cool. So that was the whole idea of the photo marathons. It was to get people basically shooting out of their comfort zone, maybe. And the other thing, because I'm giving you a brief. Of shooting something that you may have never shot, like yeah. one, one of the briefs, and you asked what the briefs were. Everyone was just thinking through what they were, and one of them was faces. Yeah. So a lot of people are reluctant to shoot people. Yeah. They're happy to shoot, you know, people off in the distance or landscape or objects or those type of things. Mm-hmm. But to try and capture faces, and we got some brilliant shots mm. in faces because people, you know thought about it and thought, well, I can't really escape it. But, I mean, then people used – people took faces to being – they shot clocks as well. Yeah, cool. You know what I mean? So there's other there's other faces yeah. in, in out there and, and pets and that type of stuff as yeah. well. So it wasn't always human faces. But as well as – in that particular competition as well as – so what we did is we had a an overall winner 
for each brief. Okay. So, so each brief, there was an overall person picked as a winner. Yeah. And then there was three highly commended come. And then we did the best set of 12. Yeah, nice. So, so this was a photographer who consistently, consistently across the 12 shots. Got it. Yeah. Really nailed the briefs where they were either at like exceptionally shot or, you know, it's a really good shot. So, yeah. So we had one photographer and who, who basically, like I said, her, her, her work, it was just like when we were going through it, when we were judging it and we're pulling the images up and we're just looking at it and just like every shot going, nice. wow. And that person had just really applied themselves really, really well. That's awesome. And just basically delivered 12 fantastic images, which would make that person, if and that person's not a professional photographer, um, that person's a, like an enthusiast photographer. Yeah, cool. But would give them a really good work ethic if they went and started shooting professionally yeah. that to be able to go and deliver, a, like committing themselves to that level, delivering that high that high quality shot right across those yeah, 12 shots. Yeah, absolutely. That takes, that takes dedication. Absolutely. You know yeah, yourself, it it's, like, it's like what you do, it's hard work delivering yeah. high quality shots from a wedding. Like there's so much happening and you're trying to... Oh, it's challenging to say the least, yeah. Yeah, so you're just trying to do that. So yeah. We've, we've been talking about um, photo marathons and yeah. what they are and for people who, like I said, have never shot one. And look, the feedback from the one I just did was so good. Like everyone's asking when the next one. So we are. I am going to put one together later this year. Yeah, good on you. So it'll be towards the end of the year, so there'll be another one happening and I'll be doing that through the... The Canon Collective. So people could click into the Facebook yeah. page to find out more yeah. about that? Is that well, right? Well, people can join the Canon Collective if they're not already in the Canon Collective. Yeah. I know a lot of our listeners are in the Canon Collective, but it's a closed Facebook group. So it's um, not a public group. So it's a closed group where there's a whole bunch of different photographers and we we chat about everything photography and we try and inspire people. Mm. And that was, like I said, so many people said they were, even though they didn't participate in it, they felt so inspired by looking what, what other people had shot, yeah, and that now like that's given them the confidence when we do it again, yeah, they actually want to get out there and have a crack at it. That's really cool, and that's all yeah. we ask. That's all, look, that's all we ask for people to get out there and have it. Yeah, just try these things. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Good on you. That sounds really great. Yeah, so at least yeah. now you know a little bit more about it. Yeah, do yeah. a little bit of the history. Yeah, and so if someone it's says quite interesting, it is. If so, if someone says to you, "Hey, there's a photo marathon happening," yeah, at least you should know that it's something. Gosh, if my calendar was empty, I'd definitely get involved. Well, um, what I might have to do is I, 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 I'm, I'm, I know where this is going. <laughs> we, 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 might, we might have to have a bit of a challenge when we do the next one and I might have to get you involved. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> and I put Terry on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Terry goes, what? Dang. <laughs> what? I can't take... What? I can't But I can't do this at a wedding? What? <laughs> That's it. Imagine that if you... That's an, that'd be an interesting thing if you did a photo marathon at a wedding and you could only take 24 pictures. So at a wedding, like the old days, one yeah. roll of film. Yeah, you only could take 24, so you really had to really choose your moments. Mm. That'd be interesting. Mm. don't know your clients would be happy. Oh, they absolutely not, today. not these days. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not, 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 not these days anyway. Fantastic. Oh, great Terry, chat. Terry, as always, always yeah. fun. And look, we'd love to hear your feedback. So people may have their may have shot in the photo marathon. Yeah, absolutely. Love to hear if you did have what um, you thought or you yeah. competed in one of the previous ones. Yeah, tell us what was your favourite category that you or yeah. brief that you received. Exactly. Yeah. Until next yeah. time. All right, chat See soon. Bye. See you. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.